0: This is Bach to Bach, the podcast opening up the world of classical music, one beer at a time. And today, it takes two to tango.
1: Okay, so it's our last episode before our big episode 50. Fiddy. Um, so we have one more, this is one more mini episode for you featuring news stories. Um, one big news story. Actually, almost a, a debate. Not a debate. We
0: both agree with it. Okay.
1: It's not a debate, it's just an agreement? Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a short episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, but basically, we are kind of going south of the border in this one. Um, not the actual place south of the border. Um, it's actually, we're going to mm-hmm. go featuring things from South America. There we go. As far as the music. Um, we are doing all things that are based around tangos today, whether it's the name of the beer or the pieces we are uh, featuring. Um, and some sweet dance parties that are included as well in our news story. I mean, you know me, I love a sweet dance party. You do love a
0: sweet dance party. Well, you do them all the time. What's the uh, What's the first piece we're so, going to go right um, the We're featuring
1: all the music of a composer, uh, Astro Piazzolla. Um, basically, he is kind of the quintessential tango composer um, for all genres, all genres, all instrumentations, and um, he uh, wrote this piece. Uh, I think it was his first premiered in like 1982, um, called Oblivion. Um, it's not at all what it, like a second piece is going to be. It's completely very. Um, it's very mood music, it's very calm, okay. it's very sexy actually, it's, it's super sexy, it's, right. and it's one of more traditional tangos. Um, the original instrumentation has been changed up all the time, but um, it was originally based
0: around accordion, piano, clarinet. I was um, just about to say we should put on kind of smooth jazz radio uh, voices for this, but when you just said accordion, clarinet, that kind of put, put paid to that idea so we just killed the moon anyway um, you can't be like baby turn the lights down low and put on some klezmer it just doesn't
1: (laughs) it doesn't work it does not work you should write like you know greeting cards just like for not being a turnoff.
0: how do you think I supported myself when I was a
1: sailor it's true Um, so this piece Oblivion um, it's been reworked so many times there's tons of arrangements tons of instrumentations but the feature version we're gonna to do today um, is for cello and piano, so solo cello and, and piano, and that's it. It's uh, this beautiful, like lush, lush, really thick chord structure behind the solo cello line, um, and then it really just uh, explores. You get you get that South American uh, music vibe, that
0: Francisco um, Noya vibe. That, woo, our, that, our our former conductor. Bring that back. Oh, man. Yeah. What a legend he was. Um, but this
1: piece is just, it's beautiful. It's completely lush. It's uh, more of a relaxation piece than anything. Don't get use it to go to the gym or go, like, you know, run a marathon. Right. Um, use it to kind of decompress it at the end of the night and chill. Um and, uh, and get in the mood And get in the mood For some acc- Not accordion <laughs> um, <laughs> The world's
0: least sexy instrument
1: But let's listen to Oblivion uh, By Astro Piazzolla uh, Featuring cello and piano While we try to Take down this beer We'll get back to that later on we tell you mm.
0: I'm always in the mood, but, you know, that's how I do. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talking about getting in the mood, we, we've talked about how to, I mean, how do you segue from that? I mean, that's just a real, it's going to be bad no matter how it is. We've talked about how classical music has to be perceived, if it's going to survive or if, if it wants to take different avenues as a younger generation comes up, as, as people want to experience it new ways. And yep. w- we've talked about audience participation a few times. Uh, this particular one, this, this story came out um, on an event that was done March 18th of this year. So and it, it's, it's an event done by a, an orchestra called the Experiential Orchestra. So right off the bat, you know, they're going to be doing some wacky stuff in a good way, in a good way. Uh, they performed the Stravinsky's Rite of Spring, which we did in our fourth episode when we were talking with Griffin. Uh, well, we did excerpts from Extra, it. but I thought we featured it again later on yeah, anyway. Yeah, we did, didn't we? We'll have to go back through the archives and check out where we did. But if you remember, it's a fantastic piece. The first time we brought it up, it was in the fact that it influenced a lot of John Williams' writing mm-hmm. um, in, in Star Wars and, and a lot we of. We talked about how it caused those riots, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It and caused it riots weird. in the streets. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, such a cool um, story. <laughs> And uh, this is so for the fourth year running, they performed this this piece in public, and it's been it's been New York, Boston, and then oh, the, so it it's all around, yeah, yeah. Now this this past year, they performed it in Washington D.C. And the whole idea is that they hold a rave while a live orchestra is is playing the Rite of Spring, and it's you know it is a, it's built as a dance party. Now I, I I'm looking at photos of it and. There are people with glow sticks. Uh, there's also a lot of your typical like DC congressmen's aides that really well, it, should not you know, be. You dancing, know, what?
1: it's but- it's one of those few truly classical works that actually can be done as a dance party. Yeah, you can and, move to it. Oh yeah, you can move, and it, but it has like it has like some serious what like and definitely EDM nowadays um, definitely plays off it because of some of the the rhythms and beats they use in that is is sick.
0: And it obviously has an effect with people Because uh, he describes it And I'm going to quote him here Over the past two years Our dance parties have invited A different kind of listening One that encourages creativity Wild abandon Love that phrase um, and a physical response That's to music That's a great album through name amazing. or band name. Heck yeah. Can we say the last part again. Wild Abandon. No, after that. Oh, and a physical response to the music through dancing, lying down, or sitting up close to the orchestra. I feel like things. I frequently lie down while listening <laughs> to music. Um, the music. So the first time they did this, there was... just picture it like someone going crazy rave style? And somebody <laughs> just planking. Well, they, they've had, they've had uh, collective stomping. They've had crowd surfing. Um, there was actually also a spontaneous and this is in quotes sacrifice of a young woman uh, carried out by some who knew the the, the narrative of the piece um, and and some who who didn't know the narrative of the piece. It's, it's like a more not. controlled crowd uh, crowd surfing. Uh, I don't know, uh, but but it does sound it, it does sound really neat. Um, they because of this latest venue, they had to tone it down a bit because there was furniture in the lounge. Um, But they've uh, done—they've done sold-out crowds of more than five hundred people in in wide-open warehouses. Uh, Some people have criticized it. Obviously, it's going to ignite some uh, some contradictory thoughts. But um, it's—it ends up they had two encores. The latest performance, really? Yeah. the, and, then, and then after the performance, they have a DJ come in and they dance for like five more hours after that. But the whole idea, um, you know, the mission of the orchestra is to make orchestra music both personally resonant and viscerally powerful. That's how they uh, describe it. So, And that's to audience members, um, in, they say, in new and old ways. And we was talked about how the Rite of Spring incited riots when it was, when it was founded. So this, you know, the crowd surf is, is a far step from, a, from an actual riot. Um, That's so cool But they want it to be uh, They say they want music to be a full body experience so They've done uh, They've done orchestral loft parties in 2010 They've done choreography with, uh, with a circus uh, with, with a group called Muse Circus They've done listening events They've done uh, sold out concerts in Lincoln Center uh, They did a, an event called Double Read Madness uh, This past January where they surrounded the entire audience with 36 oboes and bassoons and also instruments, which I don't know. We have to look these up, called Zerla's and Schwam, Shams. You know, you know what Shams heard? are, yeah. Have you heard of those? Um, so, yeah, taking, just trying to not only make the performance the, the event, but then how the audience experiences it. I thought of a new bar yep. called the Bassoon Saloon. Yeah, we can't give these out over the air. People are gonna no one will no one one will have the. We just played a Star Wars kit, dude. It's on repeat.
1: (laughs) Sorry, We'll at the buck to buck where ideas are crushed. Anyway, that's that's so awesome, though. Like, I mean, to see where how classical music is being transformed and and I think reinvented. Yeah. Traditional works now, which is like Bright of Spring is traditional, it's nothing that's out there.
0: Yeah, but it's, uh, it's not only now how can we perform it, but how can we get the audience involved? Yeah, uh, you got you can check more about these guys in um on the on the internet. if you go to uh www. Dot experiential You don't have to say the
1: triple w's anymore, you can just get rid of
0: it, you can just say the website name, dot whatever Kevin. I'm keeping it old school. Keeping it at old school. So much. <laughs> it's, always, it's at uh, experientialorchestra.com. Check which it is, out. See how much easier that was? Yeah, experientialorchestra.com. but experientialorchestra.com. Yeah, but it didn't have the same ring, though, did it? Um, so. Yeah, check it out. If so these guys ever come to to Portland, Maine? We're gonna. That's them. awesome. That is awesome. You know what? Not Let's do it. Also, I mean, that that to us is not as awesome. And we have to kind of curb our tongue here because neither of us are particularly fans of this particular beer, but no. some of you might be. It's an awesome name.
1: Um, it definitely catches your eye right at the label. Uh, the but, label art's cool. Uh, it's it's rough. It's rough for my 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 palate. Uh, so
0: Tell us what you think, Kevin Tell okay. us your open and honest opinion
1: Open and honest So, uh, the, this appeared by uh, uh, Weyerbacher, Weyerbacher Pro- Probably Weyerbacher
0: No matter how we pronounce it We're going to get letters saying we pronounced it wrong Yep, yeah, and I uh, yeah. guess we ruin everything uh, But oh, d- instead of a, de jang- sip, It's rough uh, So, uh, this is instead of DeJango
1: Unchained It's DeTango Unchained See what they did? They, they changed one letter and the
0: Changed everything Hopefully Quentin Tarantino Hasn't seen this yet
1: Not yet Um, This is a um, A Belden style um, Beer uh, Brewed with cherries Ancient oak barrel And then also Brewed with Britannomyces Which we featured Back with Austin Street um, Which is A a different Strain of yeast Our episode With Mark and Nicole Stevens yeah, Where it uh, it Exploded (laughs) Exploded Exploded so you definitely get the cherries, but it's a super sour. T- and you know, what? if you like gozes and you like um, yeah. and sour beers, actually, this is up your alley. Yeah, this is, is actually this you is actually really enjoy probably it. really will enjoy it a lot. Um, we don't, and it's not my palate at all. No, it's uh, never don't. has been. I still can't even work up to it. Um, but that being said, I think um, there is a large audience out there who would enjoy this beer. Um, yeah. Uh, you definitely get that sweetness of the cherry. Um, you definitely can taste, taste the oak aging in the barrel, um, but um, the Brettanomyces actually is not as overwhelming as I thought it would be. It's no. actually
0: it's usually you know the Austria was very this super sedimenty with that yeast. Um, Here it's and we, because it was it, we stored it on its side, it was we we had a string of it clinging to the side of the bottle. Yeah. So to watch that kind of settle, settle off up. as we as we. Pulled it out. That was, uh, um, was satisfying.
1: But uh, Weierbacher or Weyerbacher, however you want to pronounce it, if someone please tell us so we Write know us, how to do it properly. Correct us. Um, they are based in
0: eastern Pennsylvania. Eastern Pennsylvania. Eastern Pennsylvania. Which may be in eastern Pennsylvania. But um, they, they distribute along the entire east coast uh, with the exception of New Hampshire and uh, most of the Great Lakes as well. So Wisconsin, mm, Michigan, Ohio. Mm. Um, so if you see it and you like sours, you like Belgians. It's up your alley give it a go
1: um but you can check them out find more information on the beer and all actually they have some pretty sweet beer names and they're a brewery that's dedicated to um donating to local animal shelters and, yeah. and uh, animal advocacy yeah they've donated almost a,
0: a quarter million dollars so far
1: to awesome. uh, animal rescue um you learn more at uh com, and uh and if again if you are a fan of so, sours or gozays this might be right up your alley um I know it's right up my alley. The next no, piece of music. Dude, this is so sick. Okay, so Oblivion's beautiful and lush. That's great. This is badass. Okay, so Pietzola, same composer. Um, he took of all these four seasons, mm. which if you don't know, you if you you've heard it somewhere. Yeah, everyone's played heard on it. something. Um, by the way, uh, fun fact: um, Oblivion mm. was used uh, on the soundtrack uh, for the film uh, Henry the Fourth. Mad King. Fun fact. Fun fact. But going back to uh, this piece. So basically, Piazzolla took the four seasons in its entirety and transformed them into South American tangos. So it's the coolest idea. So you'll actually, not in the movement we're listening to today, but throughout the whole piece, um, you'll actually hear note-for-note excerpts of of all these four seasons mixed in with... um, mix of these tangos. It's just, it's pure sexiness. So a lot of the tech, that you're in this movement for spring, since it's springtime. Oh yeah. Very appropriate. So we're going to listen to spring from uh, the Four Seasons uh, and Piazzolla's take on them. Um, th- you will hear a lot of really cool string techniques. So you'll, you'll hear soul violin accompanied by orchestra. Um, but you're going to hear a thing called ponticello, meaning playing at the bridge of the instrument. It's really kind of this gross, almost brash uh it's painful to listen to. Well,
0: oh, and the bridge for folks who, if you, if you don't know, it's, it's that little piece of wood in, where the strings kind of peak out. Yep. Uh, very close to where the bow is normally played. It supports
1: the string, so you actually can make a pitch. Um, so you're there's pulled the uh, playing at the bridge. And then there's actually parts where the orchestra plays below the bridge. So actually you're not making a sound, you're not making a note, you're making a sound effect instead. Yeah. Um, and then the violin gets this very virtuosic solo line. Um, it's, uh, it's man, it's so freaking cool. I'm excited. It's such a great piece. Um, Please, when you have the chance, go listen to all four movements of Piazzolla's seasons. Um, the double bass players, I believe it's in winter, do what's called a Bartok Pits, Pit, is where you pull the string so hard that it snaps against the, the fingerboard. Mm. You get a very percussive sound, and it's just... It's, oh, it's so
0: cool. That's their listening homework for tonight. It is. And
1: um, there's one thing... That, I mean, think about this. So this was written... 47 years ago. Um, So it's still not quite modern rap, um, but it was, uh, it's really a unique piece. And these versions are amazing to play. I got to perform this twice. I didn't know that. And it's a a fun work. It's very, very, very difficult to perform, especially the solo violin line is intense throughout the whole piece. Um, So let's listen to uh, Spring from uh, Piazzolla's Seasons get into this because this is gonna be so much fun. Thank you. Two words, F. Yeah, that's all I have to say.
0: Ugh. I'll let you. i let you just take that one. That's, that's a, mine. It's all me. I. Uh, I I'm just staring amped. at a full glass of beer that I, I have no interest in. It's all right.
1: Um, but so um, you can find more about these pieces and the beer um, on our on our social media pages. Um, please follow on iTunes as we've always said, that's where subscribe, we subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe.
0: Subscribe. It helps us out. Um, and it helps iTunes know that, that uh, you guys like us uh, downloads aren't uh, someone's got it. <laughs> <laughs> downloads aren't the only thing it was it, it Stuart
1: Smalley from SNL because you're good enough you're, you're smart, smart enough and dumb got it
0: people like you that's it and that's okay so at least we have full glasses to cheers and next time around we have episode, episode 50 biddy Fifty. We've main 50 episodes coming up on Bach to Bach. so and keep on listening it's been another episode cheers guys cheers <laughs>
1: Subscribe to Bach to Bach on iTunes and follow us on social media at Bach to Bach.